Lost in tangent. 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 Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Lost in Tangent, a podcast with an irregularly rotating series of segments hosted by two friends who have been tangentially ranting to one another for nearly a decade. I'm Michael. And I am Brandon. Uh, I'm going to take you through a rundown of the table of contents uh, about what we're going to be going over this episode. Um, We're going to go over Catholic school versus uh, public school. We're going to go over shitty days in high school. We'll bring it back to TV shows we all love. Bucket list bands, and then everybody's favorite Mean Girls quote of the week, and then from here and there we'll throw in a few brain dumps whenever we get the just the urge to dump our brain. Yeah. So let's uh, you want to just uh, jump right into public school versus private school? Yes. Just to kind of set it up. Uh, growing up, I always went to a public school, and what for the first eight uh, years of your nine pre kindergarten through eighth grade, pre K through kind you went to. Catholic private Catholic, school. Yeah. That's why I'm cooler and you're kind of smarter. Christian like. You think I'm more Christian like? I don't know, man. Do you I, remember, did know, you, I, I played upward basketball mm. when I for like a year because I moved to a city too late and I kind of was just thrown in there. Oh yeah, that was a Christian thing. Yeah, upward and I every uh, at the end of uh, each game they would give you a different color star. Nice. Depending on what you, how you did that game. Nice. And um, I always found it funny that uh, one of the stars that you got was for most Christ-like. Oh, so yeah. pretty much just because uh, he had sick threes. Well, no, that I just think it was for the kid who just sat on the bench or just didn't do anything. But one oh. time I I got I punched a kid and I got most Christ-like. You know, he got angry sometimes, Jesus. And he was sometimes hammering in nails because he was a carpenter, wasn't he? I think his pop was a carpenter. He wasn't a carpenter. Maybe. I never read the Bible. I think Joseph was a carpenter. Jesus was probably a carpenter. You're, you're supposed to be my Bible well, guru. He wasn't a carpenter when he was a kid. Mm-hmm. And then he disappeared for a long time. And then, he showed, and then he showed up and he was, he was you know, preaching. So I don't, I don't know if he had any time for any carpentry work. Maybe he did it casually. Uh, I just thought... Making mailboxes. I heard he was a carpenter. I don't know why. Joseph was a carpenter for sure. His dad. Mm. His real dad or fake dad? Mm, the fake dad. Fake dad. Is adopted. Prob- probably we real. say adopted. We don't say fake dad. Oh. Fake dad. He's caretaker. Caretaker. Mm-hmm. Undertaker. Great wrestler. Anyways. Undertaker was Pontius Pilate. I, had a, I guess I had a couple questions for you since I, I didn't really go... I didn't. I I only went to Sunday school. Yeah, which is I, nothing. Which is apparently nothing. But nothing. I I hated it. Well, I it was like I was my mind was so not into it. And then every two hours on a Sunday, my parents would drag me. I I, I will always remember every Sunday, me and my brother woke up, and we were just praying to God that. It's ironic. I know it was ironic, but we were just praying to God that our parents would forget. Today was Sunday, and not take us. I think it happened once, maybe twice. They forgot. They they either forgot 
I think it was like, yeah, like, oh shit, we were supposed to take you guys to Sunday school and we just mm-hmm. didn't. Because my parents didn't really care about church either. I think it was just something to get us out of the house, maybe. Right. Yeah. But yeah, so let's uh, jump in back to your public school. So, my private school. Private school, my bad. Don't get it twisted. What? Yeah, what do you want to know, man? I'm, a, I'm an open book about the experience, uh, yeah. which was ultimately not great. Bird, what, what the uh, birds and the bees conversation? Oh, boy. how did that happen? Did, was there anything? Boy. Uh, well, did you guys use birds and the bees? No, no. Was it like I don't think they ever ever talked to us about sex directly. Oh, uh, just don't. We do got it. we not even that. I don't think we got we got it. I think it was just like understood that you would know not to do it. Uh, we got a video about boners, nice, and wet dreams. Gotcha. Nocturnal emissions, and that was. But I believe that was the sin? extent. Was that a sin? Knockums? No, I wasn't. You didn't do it. You know? Did you? That did was. You, actually, would you have to confess in confession to that? No, because it wasn't a sin. Okay. You didn't do it. That was that was actually discussed. That was like a point of conversation. A priest. I remember vividly a priest coming into our classroom and talking to the boys and the girls about wet dreams for some reason. Did any priest touch you? Tell you to Yeah, they would give me high fives and stuff. Oh, just high fives? Yep. High fives and pats on the back and lower uh, back? Fist bumps. Fist bumps? No, upper back. Upper back. Um, I, I y- did you have though like a deacon or a priest or a father? We didn't really fuck with deacons to be honest. D- but was there like somebody that you're like this guy's couple screws are not the, all, not all tightened right there. They're pretty loose and they you can kind of feel like this creepy pedophile yeah. thing coming from. To be honest, we I that didn't come across my desk as a sixth grader. The fact that there was a do you, do you feel like pedophile th- ring? So I wasn't like looking for it. I didn't. Did really that know. suck? No, realizing now that back then they just the they just didn't find you attractive, and that's why they never came on to you. Um, yeah, I don't think. But I've talked to everybody, and I don't think anybody. Well, you don't just go around telling people that the priest fucked me. But I I think I was friends with the the hottest dudes who would tell me. Sure. And they they never got. Is that what you wanted to know about Catholic school? Did the priest jerk me off? Well, I mean, I'm not jerk. I'm just I don't know. We just hang out, watch maybe a Steelers and a Ravens game. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. That was a good inside reference that no <laughs> one's gonna get. Well, they might. They will in a couple of segments. Oh, that's true. That's mm-hmm. true. When we talk about everyone's favorite TV. Yeah, but it was so. I had religion class every day, and I don't know what was supplemented. What that took? Did you guys have like a homeroom as well? Yeah, yeah, we had a you had a homeroom room. and a religion class. The homeroom wasn't a class. It was, was it like just well, we had a homeroom to go to. That's where we showed up in the morning, and that's where we returned to b- before lunch. But uh, oh, we didn't was have it like, like, a like ten class. fifteen minutes, or was it like a full forty minutes? It was not a full forty minutes. Just it was no bit. time at all. No time at all. So probably during probably that time, I, I think we had. Like a maybe like a twenty thirty minute class called like homeroom that we went to every day just kind of re- regroup and just kind of oh, do there so maybe that that's probably what I mean how long was religion class that was a full class period like was it like forty minutes forty five minutes yeah whatever everything else was it was always first period a lot of, of the singing day. and dancing no singing and dancing it was not fun man the Catholics aren't fun no they're pretty fucking lame they're kind of the worst and they of the they tend to get 
pregnant more than the public school kids. Well, contraceptives are not kosher. Well, that's Jewish, but they're not they're not cool with the Catholic belief. You're not supposed to use contraceptives. Even so you they would rather have if you were going to have have sex, they would rather you y'all raw dog it than use contraceptives. Probably. Yeah, cuz you're not if if you're gonna be having premarital sex, you might as well use sex for the way it was intended, which is to make a baby and mm. make them make some Catholic babies specifically. Gotcha. Um so yeah, that was bad. Probably be two sins instead of just one sin. So gotcha. you might as well might as well Did have you sex have without a lot a of nuns for teachers. Like nuns. Had no nuns for teachers. No. Yeah, had had some like um ladies who were going to become nuns but then decided to get married instead and so they became teachers and they were super religious. Gotcha. Had a couple of those, but um no no actual nuns. And the priests didn't teach classes. They were just hanging just out there. And were they technically would do the mass. principal then? No. Or did you we, have a principal? We had an actual principal, yeah. And he wasn't like a priest or anything? She no. She wasn't okay. Uh no, they they would occasionally come in and maybe lecture at a religion class, but they were mostly just there. They would do mass all the fucking time. And then once a week, we would have a mass in, in place of religion class. So first period would be church instead of a class. Gotcha. Terrible. Yeah, I never saw a Bible once during school, and that's probably very different from you. The unbelievable, yeah. There were Bibles everywhere. Everybody had a Bible. Um, we didn't. Uh, we didn't read from it, though. Mm-hmm. typically we had like workbooks or, um, or text like religion textbooks that just oh. weren't the bible but they were like specific guided lectures on on different biblical passages gotcha we covered the same shit a lot yeah i would like i would there's a good portion of it that they don't want you to read and then there's did you guys do more new testament old testament or all the testaments uh we definitely did both but probably more New Testament since that's our shit, you know? Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I get you. You don't know? I mean, no, not really. I mean, I wasn't a Bible guy. I get I know what the Old Testament is, I know what the New Testament is. Um New Testament's Jesus. New Testament's Jesus. I think. Yep, yep. Because Old Testament some other people use. Yeah. For their shit. The Jews. The Jews like that one. They just don't agree on the next one. Uh, what about the one in the, in the middle? There's no middle. Middle Testament. We should come up with that. It's too way too late. It's never too late. We can't retroactively fit something in between dude, the can, old and the New Testament. Dude, you see what they do in Hollywood these I days? I think that's what the Mormon guy tried to do. Let's become Mormon. I've always wanted to become a cult leader. And we could do that. Me By and you. becoming Mormons? No, 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 no. We can create our own cult, our own religion. Oh, boy. The Church of Podcast, the Church of Tangency, off of so the it, Bible. We listen. Or we're different. I've had this like underlying um, goal of mine that I haven't told you about this podcast, and I, I'm kind of using this as my platform to get an army of people underneath me, yeah. and we're going to conquer the world. A couple other people are doing that. Yeah, but we're funny. We'll make it happen. Yes, we will. We're gonna have to compete with these other other podcasters that are doing that, who are f- way funnier and more successful than us. Is what and I'm they're saying. They're making cults. Yeah. What name one? Crystalia. He calls it. He calls it a cult. And is that? But babies. is he joking around? Because I'm serious. Well, then it's definitely not gonna work if you're serious. I know I'm not serious. But you never know. Um. Yeah. Sex ed was terrible. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Most of my sex ed uh, education was 
and my father making jokes. Uh-huh. That's how I actually got a sex education. Because by the time I actually got into sex ed in high school, I had already been having sex. Oh. So it didn't I I kind of missed the boat on actually getting prepared to have safe sex. Gotcha. So was it pretty easy to get in trouble there? Like I I'm gonna yeah, I'm sure. going to um say something that I did in health class kind of with sex ed sure. that I said that I got in trouble, but not really that much in trouble. And I kind of want to see the punishment I got in public school. Mm. And I want to know what it would have been in uh, Catholic okay. school. And then I will also regale you of my punishments. In, okay. In so uh, one day during health class in like seventh grade, yeah, uh, we kind of did this thing for like the dating game. I have no idea why, how it really. Well, first I, of all, yeah. that wouldn't happened. I th- Yeah. I think it was just kind of like a way to like, our teacher to kind of explain maybe safe sex on a date and then kind of maybe how you should treat each other on a date, like be nice to each other, be, be a gentleman, all that blah, 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 good stuff. Okay, that's a good idea. So, so we played the dating game, and the question to me was, Brandon, describe your perfect date. Yeah. Uh, so my answer was, um, you know, I would pick up the girl, take us to a five-star restaurant. Oh, boy. Like a McDonald's. Okay. And then I'd bring us to a movie. How funny. Afterwards. Yep. And then after the movie, we'd go back to my place. I would pour honey all over myself and let her lick it off me. I said that in class. Boy. Uh, and my, you know, my pudge. So the our basketball coach at the time was our health teacher, and the punishment I got no detention or anything like that. But I had to write a two-page essay of why I should respect women more and maybe dating culture a little bit more. Yeah. So, but other than that, it was kind of swept on the rug. I got a, a bunch of laughs. I would like to read. I would like you to write that essay again for me. Okay, now. we'll get it framed. Um. Yeah. Okay. Also, were you talking about a specific girl? No. Like, was she like if no. you went out with Jenny here? Okay. No, okay. no girl, no specific. Just uh, no. The thing was because it was kind of like the dating game was like there's a, here's all the girls. Mm. Pick your best date. And we'll see if any of the girls are interested in that. Got you. So it wasn't specifically towards one person. Okay. Okay. So, um, but I would have been what? Would I have been like expelled? Kicked? You wouldn't have been expelled, but you you would have gotten a talking to for sure. You probably would have been. I, would I have to go maybe, to confession? Maybe suspended. They would have recommended that you go to confession. Yeah. That also happened once a year. They would have like a confession day where classes mm-hmm. would rotate in and, and have reconciliation. Um. Yeah, you definitely would have gotten in trouble. But see, you wouldn't have even thought to say that, I don't think. No, we, we were all we, we were all like little pervs, but I like making guys, they would have just sucked the funny out of me or the, yeah, the I don't well, give a fuck attitude. That great A humor. Yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. I got in trouble. So another aspect of Catholic school that is is unlike public school is uniforms. Uh, there were hair regulations for men, and then also a strict uniform code for your I, dress. I just couldn't imagine imagine that. I um, got you would get a demerit, and then like five demerits made a detention, and I I received so many detentions due to my lack of shirt tucking ability. I hated tucking my shirt in. And nobody likes tucking their shirt in. Couldn't stand that. Uh, I had a patented tuck that I would do. Just the front tuck? It was like, yeah, it was like a two-hand quick 
in and out kind of yeah, thing. Cool, but it was cool guy. yeah, I was a cool guy. It was often inadequate. Also, your your hair could not touch your eyebrows. Your bangs could not touch your eyebrows. Ignorant. And so obviously that was a problem for me. Uh, and I would frequently get in trouble for that. I got sent home one time and mm-hmm. asked to not return until my hair had been cut. Um, the principal said that she was going to cut my hair for me. That's not okay. And she called my mom, and my mom was like, absolutely not. Just send him home, and yeah. I'll get his hair cut later. Um, that was I feel like, thing. yeah, I feel like the, the teachers and, like, the principals and all the people who were running the school and private Catholic school felt like they had way more power than they should have. Yeah. They feel like they could just control you guys. They had, yeah, because they had another level of responsibility that went beyond just teacher, but now they were, like, a spiritual guider. Jesus. Um, they, but like the school also had a zero tolerance violence policy, but I hit a kid and just got suspended for a day. The, every, every school has a zero tolerance. Yeah, I guess that's true. But, but as far as their, their, how, how severe they were on their mm. punishments, I didn't get expelled for that. Um, that was a frequent detention, detention E though. Yeah. I used to hit kids with my crutches and that kind of stuff. If they caught you swearing, you would get in trouble. Like, if you said, God darn it, God damn it. Is that a big no-no? God damn it would be a problem. Just saying God would be a problem. They probably wouldn't give you demerit or anything, but they would, if you, if you made it a habit, they would, they would definitely. Goodness. Like, I'm, I'm going to school. I'm putting on basketball shorts and a t-shirt, sweatpants Mm. in the wintertime, hoodie. Every which way, I'm saying, I probably said God a million times. Just like, God damn it, all the time yeah. in public school. We uh, we would get four out of uniform days a year where we could actually come in our oh. regular clothes. Big those, days. Those were the bee's knees, man. Did you have like a perfect like uh, outfit picked out for those days? You got to go with something new, right? Um. Well, everything was new to my peers. Like, yeah, no, one, no one had seen but it But you probably had like... You had like each one. You had like a go-to outfit that you were probably super psyched to wear. Right? Yeah, probably. Well, and then I also is is that why you kind of in maybe in high school and then kind of early college years you were like wearing like a tie just around the house because you felt like oh I don't have to wear what they tell me to wear all the time and I can really express myself. But you, so you thought you had to look good all the time. Is Not kinda... necessarily look good, but like okay, so. On out of uniform days, I introduced girl pants into that school mm-hmm. as a man, which no one else did. They hate, had to hate you for that. Yeah, but I knew everybody. Oh, the teachers? Yeah. Yeah, the teachers probably did. The teachers didn't. They didn't understand at all what I was doing. Um, but then when I got to high school, I like had all of this energy I wanted to put into how I dressed because I hadn't for so long being... Mm-hmm. Um, being being in a Catholic school and having a uniform. So as I moved out of high school and into college, I did start wearing ties, button-ups all the time, sweaters. And I think it's just because I had I had a specific style I was going for in high school, which was not that. And mm-hmm. I just like carried over that energy into adulthood, and I gotcha. thought that that's how adults dressed, particularly Joseph Gordon-Levitt in the movie 50-50. I was really good, inspired by his, good-looking dude in by that his movie. fit, as it were. Yeah, I I feel like all the guys that ended up going to our high school that came from St. Mike's definitely put an emphasis on their clothes. Yeah, and if you look at all the other, man, if you looked at all the people who went to the just the public middle schools, we didn't care because it was just we just wore yeah basketball shorts and t shirt like I said every day. 
also, um, we had uniforms. We had two shirts we could wear, mm-hmm. two pairs of pants we could wear. Um, Any like long sleeve shirts? Yes. Yeah. Okay. You, yeah. Those those shirts had long sleeve variations. Oh, okay. Good. Um, but they, th- we were not regulated on our shoes. We could wear whatever Ooh. shoes we wanted. So we would, that's how we would flare out that's with our shoes. Express yourself I would get, shoes. I had like three pairs of orange shoes throughout my, um, middle school career. Yeah. I thought, you guys I all was, did I thought have it was those. cool. Our, our mutual friend who introduced us, Levi, <laughs> always with the crazy shoes. Yeah, bro. Yeah. And I think, I think that's probably where it stemmed from. We were just like, that's how we flared out. I had a, a so in, of, instead of masturbating, you guys would find new shoes. To- oh, I was masturbating. My contemporaries were not though, because I was I was over it in sixth grade. Okay, I had I had a spiritual revelation during religion class. Yeah, is that a te- if you're having a spiritual re- revelation about realizing it spiritual nonsense? Not being spiritual is that not? Yeah, is that technically a spiritual revelation? I think you can still say that. Spir- yeah, that's a still a spiritual revelation. I think it's just a revelation. That's true, but of a spiritual nature, because you're like, I'm done with this spiritualism. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I had that revelation. I said it to the girl sitting next to me, who shall name, remain nameless. I'll tell you later. Did she, like, <gasps> gasp? Yeah. She was like, bro, that's insane. You're... Did- did she kind of act like Big Brother's watching you? Don't say that. They're, you're gonna get. We're going to all be doomed. Even worse than that, she was like... Big Brother's in our heads, and so you're already doomed, and you are wrong. I I bought in. I'm buying into this, and and she looked at me like I was blaspheming, which technically I was. Jesus. Yeah. Rebel, the rebel you were. But I didn't have any anything to replace it with. I didn't have like I knew. Basically, the revelation was uh, we were in religion class and we were discussing the mustard seed parable, which I won't go into. But before. Before the lesson started, the teacher asked us to define what a parable was, which it was a word I knew in essence. I like knew what it meant, but I, I couldn't define it when she mm. asked. Um, some kid raised his hand, tried, and then she defined it for everybody. And a parable is a an admittedly fictitious, made-up story used to illustrate a theological or philosophical or ethical point. Um and as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, shit, that's what all of this is. Yep. This is all make ups that we're using to illustrate some sort of ethical point. And I was like, oh, that's what the whole body... That's why this doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of this doesn't make sense. Perfect. It's just like the power of myth and, and how we can use that to communicate cool. I, I complex ideas. I got a question ideas. with that. So you had a, I obviously had probably had a school library. I yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were the... All these, like the Bibles and all like the religious stories, were they in the fiction or nonfiction section? I, or was it just like a religious section? I reckon it was just a religious section. Gotcha. I, I were you guys remember. allowed to read nonfiction? Like, mm-hmm. like Huckleberry Finn? That's fiction, but yes, yeah. Uh, we, that's, that's my, I meant to say, yeah. I know, I know. Um, yeah, we were. I, I don't remember the book selection that was in there, though. I bet it was pretty limited. Gotcha. I wasn't a big reader at the time. And so I didn't. Did I didn't you guys really have things books. like Scholastic Book Fairs? Yeah. And okay, what about like like? Uh, and that seemed unfiltered. That, like yeah. I, I don't think they. Yeah, there were they there censored was, any of that. No. Stuff. So like, what? You, I'm just trying to think of like things that I. Do you guys have like Field Day? You know what Field we Day? We did have Field, field Day. Field yes, day. sir. Yeah. Um, That's where think. you uh, 
kind of fake nail a guy to the cross. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Oh, good question. Definitely have that Kinda one. Late. How often do you guys change the stat the the Jesus on the cross? Is that ever like once in like ten years, or is like is that thing up there for like fifty years? I think it's a, just up there. Yeah, I think there. when you throw Jesus out, you throw. Uh, the cross. Yeah, out. are you allowed to throw Jesus? Don't out? throw the cross out with the Jesus. They say, like, well, yeah, like, do they have to burn it? I don't know what happens. Kind of like it. you know, American flag. If it's the grind, it's like, yeah, it, like a sugar way to like burn it. And, like, I think it. I think burning it would probably be in poor taste. You probably just give it to another church, or you just maybe reamp it, like just kind of like oh, brush them paint, up, paint yeah. it again, get them a little more bloody. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of other public school things that I did. Oh, I, I have one more horror story. Go for it from catholic school that still gives me ptsd to this day once a year uh-huh. we would have a special mass that would last three and a half hours four that's hours too long that's a lot of standing up sitting and kneeling standing up sitting and kneeling well okay it wasn't a traditional mass like that you weren't all doing kneeling that. It was, but the kneeling sucked it wasn't kneeling. Kneeling actually sucked. i couldn't kneel because my knees were fucked so you, up. you got out of it then i did get out of that uh i'm was, sure did you ever use oh i can't kneel but you probably could have kneeled that day no, I don't think so. No, because I was ready to get on my knees for the Lord. Gotcha. You know, or, or the or the pastor, or the pastor. At, when I was a kid, and I learned that "come" meant jisms. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a point in the Catholic Mass where the priest says, "Come, Lord Jesus, come." Nice, and it made me laugh every time. All right, that's good. That's uh, good. But the, but this special super mass was called Stations of the Cross. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, we would watch someone act out the movie Passion of the Christ. Gotcha. And have a mass in the middle of it and be praying the whole time. It was a fucking Did you guys have like nightmare. a director in the background going crazy? <clears throat> yeah. Playing, playing Mel Gibson? Yes. Yeah, and he hated Jews. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. We definitely had that. But the ki- we I don't know who acted it out, but it was kids from each eighth grade class. Jesus. They would like choose kids to be Jesus or, you know. The people in that story. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy that helps Jesus. Sure. I forget his name. Um, Terry Crews. Mm-hmm. That's him. Terry Crews. Good guy. Yeah, he really helped him out. You know what he sucks is I brought this up because uh, earlier today we were together and I thought of a really good question that I wanted to ask you about the, the public school versus private school thing. Yeah. And I can't remember it at all. So yeah. on in light of that. So I have a question about public school. Okay, okay, okay. Before we all just fucking all the time? No. Oh. Well, there was this girl that we went to school with and some of the listeners you may know. But um she was dirty bird and uh, I always remembered, like, so we had, like, a lunch that was, like, 40 or 50 minutes long, and there was a bunch of kids at our school, so we split it up from 20 minutes to 20 minutes, and we kind of had, like, a recess thing, but when it was cold out, we all, we had a big auditorium, and we kind of went in there. Indoor recess. Indoor recess. So we just, but it was pretty much, we all got to sit in this auditorium. Sometimes they'd, like, put a movie on or something, or we would just let us sit there and talk, And so, but sometimes if we were being really bad, that we would have to pretty much sit there in silence, because mm. we were pretty shitty kids. Sure. But there was this one girl who would always stand up and go to the bathroom. And I kid you not, maybe a minute or two later, the same boy would always stand up and then go also go to the bathroom. Nice. And they would be they would then when they would come back together. And that happened probably like three or four times a week. That's so tight. I'll tell you who it is afterwards, but you could probably guess. Oh, I can't guess. I have no idea. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Mm, but yeah, no, I mean that's like what we thought you guys there were was doing. like there was like a 
obviously some mature public school boys and girls that were experiencing puberty a little faster mm-hmm. and definitely living it up. Um, but not everybody. I mean, we're all still 12, 13 years old. We're, That's how we pictured you guys. Yeah, we're, well, I mean, we're, we're cool. Um, People were smoking in the bathroom sometimes. Hell yeah! See, uh, that's what I'm about. Yeah, man. there there was a. I remember there was a kid that we went to school with, that uh, he slit the uh, principal's tires, all four of them. Wow. He was a cool, dude. Um, that's so cool. I know there was a lot of fights. There was a lot more probably just fights, and there was yeah, there was a lot more just kids. So it was kind of mm. hard to just main, numbers game at that point. Yeah, it was just kind of hard to keep an eye on everybody. So you got away with a lot of stuff. Yeah. And it was awesome. Hell yeah. So awesome. I hooked up with a lady before I got to high school, I guess. But that was... I felt removed from Catholic school at that point because I was over it. Yeah. And I had... We, 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 I mean, we went to parties and we played like Seven Minutes of Heaven and stuff like that. Yeah. Spin the bottle. Spin the bottle. Oh, yeah. That's what's yeah. up. But what anyway, a great game. We great, should play that. Just me and you. Spin the bottle. I got a bottle. You Do you? Yeah. All right, maybe later. Double-sided bottle. You After know the saying? podcast. No, I don't know what you're saying. I don't know what I'm saying. That doesn't either. seem like an efficient bottle. I'm gonna I'm gonna move on now because I I really w- this is gonna start bugging me. Hopefully, if we if I think of the question, I'm gonna just jump back in. Yeah, there. I'm bummed you didn't ask me. Oh, you were gonna ask me about Creed. Oh, is that yeah, the question? Maybe. Yeah. So like, yeah, it was about Creed. Thank you for so much for you're bringing so that welcome, up. man. So Creed, everybody knows, is a just a band who is a Christian rock band. Christian rock band, yeah. Uh, I assume you guys weren't allowed to listen to certain types of music in school just because of the, how bad they say it. But were you guys encouraged to listen to Creed or other Christian rock bands? Was that like courage? We're like, oh, yeah, like you can't listen to uh, D4L or um, Nelly or 50 Cent, but you can listen to Creed. No, we were listening to 50 Cent. Yeah, they didn't really try to police that. Like, if you came in with your Walkman or whatever. I mean, like, during, like, school dances. We we were playing, we were just playing, like, with the hits on the radio that, like. Yeah, that was probably different. Was it a lot of Creed? I never went to school dancing, if I'm being honest with you. But, like, all the kids were listening to just whatever was was going on at the time. Yeah, we didn't, they didn't really police that. And I don't think anybody, even the most Christian kids, were into Christian rock. Mm. I think everybody knew that was whack. They were just getting the they were getting the Marshall Mathers LP censored or whatever. You gotcha, know, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I don't think anyone was uh, bumping Creed. No, no. Fair. No. All right, I'm gonna switch it up because yeah, we got some topics that I want to cover today. Um, kind of tying it into the the religious thing. Uh, we're gonna talk about shitty days in high school. Uh, oh yeah. This is going to be a recurring segment because everybody had those shitty days. But there was sure. one day in particular that changed my entire high school career. And I, I know Mike can attest to this, but I am still not over it. It's just, uh, just the whole day pissed me off. Yeah, I wasn't even there. You weren't uh, even there. I came, I came back to school the next day and everybody changed. It was legitimately like... Jesus came and everybody fucking changed. I bet people know what you're talking about already. Challenge day. Challenge day. I know that was hard Fuck for you to say. Challenge day. Fuck the whole premise. Fuck everybody who took part of it. Fuck the teachers. Fuck the students who listened. Fuck. Fuck you. You don't even know what happened. So you weren't even there. 
I'm the reason why I I knew it was coming. Yeah. And it was for health class, right? Yeah, it was for health class. I knew it was because like sophomore year. I knew it was coming. Uh, and I just didn't want to go. So I think I scheduled like a dentist appointment that day or something stupid, just like get out of it. And, uh, yeah. Can you kind of tell me a little bit more about it? Sure. I heard, I've heard the stories. Yeah. So challenge day, uh, like you said, was a part of health class and you went, I think it was your actual like class, the class you were in, and then also some other periods that were taking health at the same time. Mm-hmm. It happened twice a year, I believe. Sure. Um, basically, everybody met in the gym. It was an all-day thing. You were there all fucking day. And it was just... I, I don't know what the fucking... I think I just skipped school that day. I don't think yeah, I probably. Don't, de- 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 I don't know what the point of it was, but there were a lot of like activities to get us in touch with our feelings and get us talking to our peers in a way that we might not normally talk to them. So we, we were encouraged to uh, overshare. And I remember specifically, we, we broke off into smaller groups of five maybe. And then we had like a volunteer moderator that was like someone's mom. Uh, and we were given the prompt, we were asked to finish the sentence, if you really knew me, if you really knew me, you would know, dot, 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 and we were supposed to finish that sentence, and a lot of kids took that opportunity to overshare, and just, like, open up all their wounds, and bleed onto the fucking gymnasium floor in front of everybody, and, and cry, and hug each other, there was a lot of hugging, I remember, um, I feel like there's a lot of bonds that came out of nowhere because of it. Yeah, because you kind of felt like, listen, I overshare all the all the time. Um, I wasn't necessarily planning on doing it that day. I didn't know anybody in the group, the smaller group that I was in. But you were kind of yeah, you were you were peer pressured into saying something you normally wouldn't say to people. And so, we, yeah, we started opening up to each other, and then we broke off into even smaller groups one-on-one, and it was me and this this gal mm-hmm. uh, who was very attractive. Um, and we did, yeah, we just, we talked about shit wasn't, we, her and wasn't I would there, never say to each other. Wasn't there some type of game where, like, everybody stood on one baseline, and if they read something out and that happened to you, you would take a step forward? My favorite. Okay. Uh... It was there were two there were two points and so basically yeah they would read something and if it happened to you you would walk across to the other point and then the two groups would look at each other. Um, I don't I don't remember any of the prompts except for this one, and the prompt was, "Walk over to the other side if you had a childhood." Mm. Uh, so everybody walked over because we were sixteen years old. So there obviously. Right. I, was there, I, there had to have been like two or three people who were like, just like, you know what? My childhood wasn't that bad, but I'm, I'm going to milk it. I'm just going to fucking milk this shit. Well, I didn't now. even under, I took it very literally. And I was like, I don't understand this question. Mm-hmm. And so I walked over and then some people did not walk over. Like Michael Jackson wouldn't have walked over. Probably not, but he shouldn't have. He actually, that would have made sense for him. Yeah. Um, and I also, also, I don't know why those people stayed. I, I believe one guy in particular that I remember staying who I met and had that health class and I didn't see since and I haven't heard anybody ever talk about him. Uh, he stayed over there. He seemed like he knew the premise and he knew it was coming and he was ready for it. 
So we got over there. Then they explained what they meant. Like if, if you, you know, you had been robbed of your innocence at a young age or whatever, and you feel like you didn't get to experience a traditional childhood, uh-huh. that's what we meant. So if you think that applies to you, then walk back over. And a bunch of fucking people walked back over. Um, and it was whack as shit. And, and, and then all those people on the other side started hugging because they were like, oh, we didn't have a childhood. Everything's so sad. Um, and yeah, after that, I think it was just a lot of, a lot of hugging, a lot of, a lot of let's, I think the prompts at the end were like, oh, let's become better. Let's, Dude. let's be better and let's appreciate each other more and understand that everybody has their own struggles and they're going through their own thing. So let's all hug it out. Now you yeah, can I, can were I the recipient of, I think perhaps yeah. an unexpected and unintentional yeah side so effect. i'm gonna jump in so like you said all that stuff happened but i wasn't there didn't see it go down uh i go to school monday where all, all my friends are hanging out and i'm ripping on people making fun they're making fun of me blah 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 we're just using crude language just just shooting the shit i had a girlfriend at the time um and you know what uh, not many people knew this but uh I was hitting doubles. Is that, is that a double? I was in a double. That's a triple, huh? I was hitting triples, dude. Yeah. I was. My batting percentage was through the roof. I was yeah. making the Hall of Fame. I felt good about myself. Hitting triples. I was super excited. Uh, the the girl I was dating, she, she wasn't known to be like that. It was kind of like a secret. But I was walking around, fucking yeah, just fucking pimp walking. It felt like a. G with the swagger you deserved with the swagger I see. So I missed I missed Tuesday, which is Challenge Day day. You remember the day of the week? Yeah, I do. It's because it fucked my entire high school career up. Hilarious. Wednesday comes around. Walk to school. Everybody's nice to each other. Nobody's ripping on each other. I can't believe it. Like mm-hmm. what? What happened to you guys? You guys are all pussies now. No offense. Sure, but like. What happened, guys? We we were just I be an asshole to me. I want to I want to say I want to tell your I want to tell this kid that her his mom's fat or something. Sure, but like that's apparently way too far that's now. Friendship, and then uh, so my girlfriend started acting a little differently. She started talking about how she needs to go to church more. Mm. I'm not a religious person. She was. I'm like, okay, you know what? You you went to catholic school blah 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 that's fine people go to church all the time no big deal so okay well then we started hanging out more hanging out more probably like that thursday or friday when you know i was gonna hit my my next triple mm. it's already kind of fucking greasing the bat yeah um turns out challenge day something happened and she was just like i you know, I looked at myself in the in a mirror, and I just realized I need to change. Yeah, I need to go back to the way I was. Start going to church more. You need to stop playing baseball. I I can't play baseball anymore. We we're we're gonna go back to hitting singles, mm-hmm. maybe even striking out. Yeah, I wasn't ready for that as a 15 year old boy. Yeah, who just got introduced to hitting triples. Yeah. And everything's going fine, and then suddenly you take that away from me. Yeah, you were having a killer season. I was hitting. Yeah, I was. I was having hall. I was like. I was like Pete Rose, Hall of Fame year. I was like Pete Rose mixed with Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah, mixed with Barry Bonds, and I was fucking loving life. And then I, I, she just decides how we're gonna go on strike for the yeah. season. Baseball, baseball's done. We're over. Corked your bat. And f- I don't know what that means. For the next, I don't even know how long. 
triples were out of the question. Baseball yeah. was out of the question. It ruined my fucking life. Yeah. Fuck that. Now, I don't... I didn't experience that. I didn't get uh, certainly any of the religious aspects of it, but I, my friend dynamic didn't change at all. Everyone was still ripping on each other. You had a very negative. Well, here's the thing, though. I don't think we had different friend groups. It was there was a subtle difference that people might not have seen because they were there, and they were just like maybe holding back just a little bit. But I could just tell there was there was this energy that was lost yeah it was a different energy now it was just it, it just i didn't like it yeah uh people were nice to each other i didn't like it i just didn't like it someone might have learned your friend's mom had type 2 diabetes yeah or and it was just like oh you know what i can't this guy's mom's got type 2 diabetes or this mom's got cancer i can't make fun of this guy's mom because i don't know what he's living through right now yeah and i don't want people to think like that i want people to be fucking ruthless mm-hmm. i want people to hit triples yep I want, I wanted my life back. I just wanted my goddamn life back. That one Tuesday in fucking sophomore year of high school ruined my fucking life. All Stop because of fucking challenge. All because some, some teacher or another thought it would be a good idea to, I don't want to teach today. Let's just have an assembly and get some weirdos in and let's, let's have everybody cry and fear this shit out. Well, they didn't realize it was. Stop good. hitting the table. It was good. Uh, sorry, I'm just super mad right now. It, they, they didn't realize the ramifications that that day would have on young Brandon's life, and it's bullshit. Wow, man, it's that bullshit. Was... Every two, every I think about it often. We, we, this is not the first time I've, I've uh, just gone off about this. No, this... I never, never so impassioned though. <sighs> you seem very upset. Just think about that though. Think, just think about a 15 year old boy's brain. Mm-hmm. Experiencing everything, Think, thinking it's gonna only go up from here. I'm only gonna hit him. Further. I was hitting triples. Yeah, I was ready to hit a home run. I know, and I never hit the home run. Yeah, because the damn challenge day. I understand. Never hit it. Not I'll, not not in that not that season. Not in that stadium. Not, not the season. Yeah, not that season. Not that stadium. Not that pitcher. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. I, was, <laughs> I understand your frustration. How long do you think that lasted? That 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 change in energy, that shift in energy, Did six that, months, really? Maybe more. Oh my god! Uh, part of me still thinks that it never the energy, the energy that I used to know and love is gone forever, and there's always gonna be that trace of the energy that got brought out that on that Tuesday afternoon. That's not true. No, I think it is true. I wasn't affected at all by this, dude. Day. I've seen I've. You you think so, but definitely not. You, I think you did, man. Just a part of you. Part definitely of, not. Part of you a little died inside. Part of <clears throat> some part of everybody died a little bit inside that day. I didn't. I had no strong experience that day. I like talked to a pretty lady. We talked to each other about our woes, and then that's all I remember really. I I honestly I think you'd be a cooler person if you never went to challenge day. You think so? I never win. Look how cool I am. Well, also because I'm an oversharer as I said earlier, I wasn't saying anything that I wouldn't have said to them anyway. Maybe maybe you weren't sharing as much as you thought until that day. No. Mm. I, I just ta- I, I, just I didn't know you about ba- hemophilia. I didn't know you back then, so. That's true. Yeah, but you yeah, I guess you were just sharing all the time, so you maybe you didn't get changed, but a lot of people have fucking changed that day. A lot of people cried that or or bullies. Yeah, I, I saw a good friend of mine cry that day. 
uh, and I asked him what the fuck he was crying about, and he told me, and I was like, I don't know why you're crying about that, man. You see? Yeah. And then they're going to be nice as the <clears throat> next five. No, next he was silicon. He still, yeah. he, yeah. Sorry, I, I, I got to move on. He went to triple with my girlfriend a couple of years later. So. Oh. Maybe that challenge day. Yeah. Maybe he was just, maybe after you said, hey, don't, you shouldn't be crying about that. He had this vendetta about you, against you. The and then entire, held it. And it held it in. Challenge Kept it. being my friend, but said one day. Honestly, I think the root of all evil comes from challenge day. Mm. If there wasn't challenge day, there'd be no wars, world peace, no world hunger. That'd be fixed. Global warming. My girlfriend wouldn't suck my friend's dick if I if I mm-hmm. challenge day didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Damn. Challenge day. Oh eight. Oh seven. Oh seven. Jesus. No. Oh eight. Challenge day. Oh eight. Ruined everything. Ruined everything. Also, fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> we got some good stories about that guy. Can we go into that right now, or should we not go into that? No. Pocket full of sunshine. No, that's a bad story. That's a bad story. And maybe in our later episodes. I promise, guys. But um. That's a terrible story. It's a fantastic story. I don't. We, we, all right. I'm gonna. Everyone's gonna be like, "Wow, Mike deserved that." If we tell that story. Um. Do you mind if we take a three minute break, real quick? Uh, sure. Do we need to do anything with the stopping? Do 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 do. Or can we just leave it? I'll just go. leave it rolling. Okay. Be back, guys. Lost in tangent. Lost in tangent. Lost in tangent. Lost in tangent. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, that whole challenge day thing really got to me, and I had to take it out on something. So, um, going on to our next segment. You punched my cat, man. Did not punch your cat. We just we had a staring contest, and it got fucking physical. Um, he said, "What's up?" And I fucking didn't back down. But anyways, um, we've been kind of having this whole discussion about uh, intercourse and <laughs> sex and. Just some dirty talk. So of course, and sex. Yeah. So wow. I, I just w- why stop there? Sure. Let's jump into the next segment. Murder. Uh, no. Oh. Better. Better but, than murder. Uh, a TV show that we all love. Oh, well, don't connect those two things. Sex. Us talking about sex to a pedophile show. To catch a predator. Yeah. With Chris Hansen, one of the best shows ever. I think it's my favorite. It's. I shouldn't be laughing at it the entire time, but it's so good. Yeah, we were watching uh, episodes yesterday. Yesterday, yes. And they did a cutaway interview to uh, some sort of police officer from Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, if you truly understand what's happening here, these these people talking to these these minors via text message and trying to meet up with them, if you, if you truly understand what's happening here and it doesn't make you sick to your stomach, then you don't understand. And I was thinking, that makes me feel terrible because I find this hilarious. Yeah, we're we're sitting there laughing at every little thing the predator says. I love that show so much, and I enjoy. I enjoy watching grown men hit on a thirteen-year-old yeah. girl. So, for those of you who don't know the show, um, it's pretty much um, this group, this team of people uh, go online and look for online predators. Searching, uh, it's usually an older male searching for a young girl. Uh, they kind of get in communications with her uh, to try to have um, these people who are um, talking to the older men meet up with them, actually, 
just so we can kind of clean up the streets a little bit and take them down because you are not allowed to do that. No. Nope. Uh, so that's just kind of the point of the show. And it all the shows is great. They'll start by kind of showing kind of the transcript between the young girl or it's just actually it's a, a group of people who they're awesome, I think, in my mind. And then they're just kind of saying stuff. And these creepy old dudes from like 25 to like 50 are legitimately saying all the most horrible, heinous, but fucking hilarious stuff for these these supposed 13-year-old girls. Yeah. Uh, they always say their age. They're always 13. And then um, they, they agree to meet up. The guy always comes in there. The girl's there. They're kind of talking about what they're going to do. And then... All of a sudden, when maybe the the girl leaves the room, Chris hats and just pops and just comes into there, and he usually tells him to take a seat, and then he just fucking lectures the hell out of him. The meetup is my favorite part. Oh yeah, I think it's everybody's favorite part. Mm-hmm. The pedophiles always show up with gifts, always, which surprises me. And Some... I don't. I I always wonder, and they never quite explain this. Do the actors? The, the police officers or the, the task force that's that's fake pretending to be a 13-year-old girl messaging Decoys. the pedophile, do they ask uh, them to bring Cheetos and Snapple, or is that just the pedophile's idea? I, I, I think they probably go. Because the one we watched yesterday, um, Chris Hansen was kind of reading through it, and he even said like uh, they were talking about like tiramisu and things like that, but he tiramisu. brought over Snapple's. Cheetos and like a Hershey's bar. Yeah. So I'm thinking he thinks he's he's got to be romantic, and the best way he can be romantic is stopping at a gas station and picking up seven dollars worth of goodies. That is romantic to a 13 year old. That that is that's very if true. I, if, as a 13 year old, if someone would have brought me Snapple Cheetos T- today, and, I'm so pumped about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking great. You would probably go to bat with somebody who brought you those things. Yeah, and but the the good part about it, or the funny part about it, is these all these guys just look like such creepers. Like you could just tell. That's yeah, that's kind of depressing. It's it's just like you see the photos, you see them in action when they arrive at the decoy's house, and you think, man, why do you look like you're supposed to look? Yeah. You, why does it have to be someone who looks like a predator? Mm-hmm. Well, bummer. it makes it easier for us. Makes it easier for us, but then also now, now every time I see a guy with weird hair like that, I think hey, he probably touches kids, and that's not fair. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you remember that episode of Workaholics when they befriend a predator, online predator? I mentioned him earlier. That's uh, Chris D'Elia. That is such a funny thing. So pretty much they find this guy online. He ends up being a predator, but he's like the fucking coolest guy ever, and they're super bummed. Topher. Topher. Anyways, go back there. But... Uh, one of my favorite things when they're first starting talking about it, it's clearly Chris Hansen is trying to get them to acknowledge, like to have them say, "Yes, I knew she was 13 years old." Mm-hmm. And a lot of times they ask her, they ask him like, "Do you know how old she is?" She's like, "Sometimes they'll be like, oh, I thought she was 14 or 15." That's to, always a weird question. To make to like to him, it's like, oh. She's 15, not 13, so we're good. I remember specifically good. the correction. Uh, she said she was 14. The police, I believe, when they were interrogating him later, said that was a 12-year-old girl. And he was like, whoa, dude. She was 14 years yeah, old. Yeah, 14. Like Not that. 12. I'm not some sort of fucking creep. Yeah. I only go up to 14-year-olds. That's, it's great. It's amazing. Oh, my God. What a brilliant show. And it's yeah. done a lot of good. Johnny Connecticut. Johnny Connecticut. Is my favorite alias of one of yeah, the. Yeah, all these guys are clearly on these shady websites, and they just, 
Whisper. They use, they, the Whisper. They have and they have great uh, users name usernames to pretty much not obviously tell who they are. Yeah. But yeah, Johnny Connecticut was one of the guys. I fucking loved that. Oh my god. I wish good. he wasn't in Connecticut and that was just his go to name, Johnny Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Michael Connecticut's pretty sick. Are you or what are you trying to tell me? That I like the name Connecticut. Okay, okay, fair enough. Uh huh. I know this isn't something that we watched yesterday, an episode we watched yesterday, but I've I've seen them before where um, this guy sits down and while Chris Hansen's talking to him, pretty much lecturing him, like, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, this girl's fucking 13 years old. Mm. And this dude sits back in his chair and crosses his arms like, I got you. I, he's like, I know this guy's yelling at me, but I'm, I'm about to fucking win this thing right here. He just sits back and goes, I got two words for you role-playing chat room like that was the end-all be-all i got you yeah i'm golden you He's can't right. arrest me now mm, role-playing chat room yeah we're in a role-playing chat room right now mm-hmm. but yeah yeah and then he's like but why that was online but you're here i was thinking about that quote the only thing that would have made sense is if he was saying i thought this girl was pretending mm. to be 13 years old in the chat room because gotcha. that's how we were role-playing but that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but then like they, I think at that time they showed her pictures like you think this girl is not 12 years old and sure. she's just like, "Uh, oh, my yeah. bad." I also like so they use photos of legitimate mm-hmm. 12 and 13 year olds during the t- text exchanges. But then when they go to the house, it's an actress who is not a minor just playing a 13 year old. She usually looks pretty young. Yeah, but it, it's definitely I've I've seen dudes be like you don't look like the girl in the pictures. This is weird. Mm-hmm. You're still cute, but I don't know about this. Yeah. Yeah. You, you had dark hair or whatever. What's going on? And I, I like I like a pedophile getting there and being like, "Ah, you're not. Yeah, you're you're not the 13 year old." You're not what on. was uh, yeah. advertised, you know? Yeah. Still cute, but you look a little too old. You look a little too old. You look like you're 19. Mhm. God. I just the whole trend then he just kind of reads the entire transcript right back to the guy. That's and the, also fantastic. The guys are usually like sweating bullets. Yeah. Saying over and over again, listen, I'm a nice guy. I wouldn't do anything like that. I was not coming over here to have sex. I was. I came over here to watch the Steelers-Ravens game. That was kind of what we were talking about earlier. Oh, yeah, call back. And then... Uh, or you did a call four. I kind of did a call four. That's, That's pretty tough level. to do. And then... As soon as he's done giving me a spiel about, hey, I'm a nice guy, I wouldn't do that, we're here to just do this, I was not planning on having sex, he just whips out the, tra- Chris Hansen whips out the transcript and goes, you said right here that you want to put your tongue inside of her. Yeah. Now, what does that mean? Like, like I just Can we do a little role play right now? Yeah, we do a little role play in the chat can, room. Can you say, uh, I didn't come here to have sex with her, and I I'll be Chris Hansen. I didn't come here to have sex with her. Brandon. <laughs> it's like, that's how it goes. Johnny. Johnny Connecticut. I love that part. Oh, the one we saw yesterday, uh, they were while the the decoy and the the Johnny Connecticut were having um, interactions over text message. Uh, they kept calling each other Boo and Baby. Uh, they said specifically that Johnny Connecticut liked to be referred to as Boo. Yes, and he would say Baby, and he would say Baby. So when he comes in there, uh, he goes in for a hug, and the decoy clearly does she not dips. want to touch. So she dips. And he's like, kind of chasing after her a little bit, and this you just see on the camera, hey baby, like hey boo, come back, and then fucking Hanson pops out, like I'll, I'll be your boo. He says, hey boo, hey boo. Oh, you ruined that. No. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, they had nicknames for each other. He yeah. would say baby, she would say boo. 
He tries to give her a hug. She dips out and he goes, baby. And then Chris Hansen steps in and it's like, hey, boo. It's fantastic. God, it's the best. I fucking love Chris Hansen. It's the best. Jesus. Oh, I love him. He's yeah, he is a national treasure Mm -hmm. and we wish him well. Rest in peace. He's still alive. Is he? Yeah. Uh, they always like to bring wine coolers too, and they always, if they drive, they always have um, condoms in the car. Usually in the thing, yeah. I've seen a bunch of them, mm-hmm. and they're always the response is always, "I go, I always go around with at least six condoms on me in my yeah. car." Like, Which, what, you know, don't you? Yeah, don't we all? Yeah, that's my favorite. One guy got dropped off. Ah. I think Johnny Connecticut yeah, got, got dropped yeah. off. Oh, that's fucking. We should. We need to watch that show more. I agree. I love that show. I think we should. It's it's one of the best shows ever produced. Honestly, if you're listening out here and you you maybe you remember it or haven't seen it in a while or just don't know what it is, legitimately go on YouTube, type in to catch a predator. They're all on there. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. You know what? Let's make that our recommendation of the week. Yes. To catch a predator. Yes. To catch a predator. And after you listen to that, watch a couple of them. Write down your favorites. Send it to us. We'll watch them. And then we'll give we'll give our two cents about them. That sounds good. You like that? Yeah, I like that. We'll be talking about to catch a predator every week. Yeah, the Michael and Brandon's to catch a segment of the week. Nice. Yeah, that's a little forced. Yeah, it's a little forced. Sorry about that, <coughs> folks. Hey, boo. You get any Brandon, more, get any more predator talk? No, I don't think so. I just I really enjoyed our time watching it because, and I was reminded how incredible of a show it was it was i had not seen it in a long time uh i didn't remember it being so silly and me laughing at it so Mm -hmm. much but for sure i had a fantastic time watching that show oh the guy's faces when they know they're fucked that is and then for like a a lot of the times they don't know they've never a lot of sometimes they know what the show is Mm. but a lot of times they don't know so when chris is like you can leave now they're thinking to himself that was her dad I'm scot free. Yeah, I can't ever do this again. But as soon as they walk out, boom, five or six cops just jump on them and just like get the fuck to the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they kind of show what he's charged for and everything like that. So good, so good, so good. Check out that show. So good, fantastic. Um, you want to go to the next segment? Sure. Um, next segment. I I just realized my phone is over there. Keep them, keep them coming. No, no, no. I think it's live bands we want to see. Oh, yeah. Band bucket list. He's still getting his phone. Sorry about that. I was still pissed off by challenge day and, fu- and the cat was looking at me. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, band bucket list. Just uh, These are bands we want to see live. Bands, musicians. Kind of. It doesn't have to be a band. It could be any type of... Um, any type of thing. So Performance artist? Yeah, performance. I'm going to start... Because sure, I really wanted to talk about this. Go for it. Uh, those of you who know me or don't know me or starting to get to know me, um, one of the groups that I really, 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 really want to see is a uh, Japanese metal band Yeah. called Baby Metal. Yeah. They slap. They rock. They rock our, their faces off. And I love it. It's it's like I said. There's this Japanese metal band. They play legitimately like Metallica music, and then all of a sudden, when the screaming comes in or the singing, it's just. There used to be three. Now it's just two girls, 
our young ladies now. They're in their twenties. <laughs> God damn it! To catch a predator coming at me. But no, no, they, they're they're of age now. But uh, they come in and they just have miraculous voices, and it's such a contrast between the metal music and uh, their voices that I just I just fucking love. And I know you don't get it, and I, not many people do. But if you're out there listening, check out Give Me Chocolate. Check out Karate. Check mm. out Starlight. They're all fucking bangers. Or don't. Or, or uh, do. I think you liking that band is one of the weirdest things I know about you. Thank I you. don't get it. I don't understand why you like them. I don't understand why anybody likes them. Because they, they rock out loud. They don't rock. They do uh, rock. You know, don't. you've told me you like one of their songs. I like that one song. You like a couple of their songs. That one song. Um... I don't get it. They don't play the instruments. It's just and it's just off-putting. It doesn't make any it's, sense. It's so on-putting. The the lead singer, Sue Metal, she's got an incredible voice, like so incredible. Then these these these. She has a fine voice. She's got an incredible voice. You wouldn't know it though, because it's all like monosyllabic. Like I don't want to do an impression, but no, they're no. No, no, not all the time. Don't mm. don't put don't label them like don't put them in a box like that. They sing. They get it out loud, and, the, and these are these. This girl, she just didn't grow up a huge rock rock fan or metal fan. You can tell she, she was just thrown in there, and it just freaking works, dude. It just does. I have memorabilia from them. I want. I really want to go to this concert. It's these these awesome band. These these cute girls, and they're singing, and then the entire. There's just like a mosh pit going on, mm-hmm. and I want to be in that mosh pit so freaking bad. It would work as the outro song to an anime, and I like anime, uh, but not the intro song. No, an- intro and outro. There's there's in- some intro songs and just the outro, that like throwaway song. No, that they don't really care about, but kind of they gets you they jazzed. they um they they one of their songs they use for um Triple H's uh, new uh, uh, wrestling show on. Uh, T R uh, USA Network next. It's one of the intro songs for that. So duh, it's an intro song. Boom, I win. It's an intro song for the second most popular professional wrestling cable television show. Yeah, wrestling's big. Quite the accomplishment. Big. Yep. And we know all their sensibilities are fantastic, and we should do everything that professional wrestlers do. They're they're. There, don't be. I'll hate. tell you. You know what? Listening to Baby Metal sure makes me want to be like Chris Benoit. <laughs> no, well, maybe, but no. If you choose, you're gonna take steroids and then kill your whole family, and then myself, and then yourself. That's fucked up. Yeah. Do don't you just ever? Are you just gonna bring up a bunch of people who die or kill themselves in a certain way? Is that is that just your niche now? Is that what you're gonna do every episode? I would like that to be my comedy niche. Yeah. It's just I'm gonna talk about the most fucked up people who were beloved and now they're dead. Now I haven't talked about anybody beloved. Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. He didn't kill himself. It was an accidental overdose. Yeah. 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 Okay. You. He probably kind of wanted it. Paul Walker and Triple H. He. That wasn't a. He didn't commit suicide. He was just driving. He was doing what he loved, and it just he took so a was wrong turn. Wall? Yeah, he did like working out. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Let's go. What about you? What's your What's your go to? What would you? Who would you love to see? Band, mm. musician, anybody? Aesop Rock was on my button list. Er, yes. Button list. Bucket list. And uh, I saw him. Loved it. Okay, we're talking about 
but we're talking about things you haven't seen. Astronautless POS saw them. Check. Okay, let's check just, mark. AFI. Is that who you want to see? AFI. No. Is it because you I look never, like the I guy? didn't like AFI, okay? This is but you look been, like the lead singer. I don't look like the lead singer. Yeah, this has I, been a constant I, debate I'm gonna, between I'm going to point up right now because you're going to put a picture of the lead singer of AFI. Yeah, and, and then, then I'll put a picture of myself here. Tell me he no doesn't look exactly like him. No resemblance. Same nose. Nope. If you get Does two, he have a big nose? I don't know. If you get like two earring or studs in your like your lips. Snake I, bites, Brandon. Snake bites. See, the fact that you... You probably had a picture of him on your wall. I did not. I was mm. in. Okay, this has been a debate between us since I've known you. I think I wasn't an emo kid. It was a scene kid. Yeah, they're the same thing. Nope, there is a distinct difference between the two groups. Yeah, dis- scene kids were not depressed. Emo kids were emotional, super sad, depressed all the time. But didn't you didn't you describe yourself earlier in this episode as somebody who opened up too much? I overshare. Overshare. That doesn't mean I'm sad. Eh, you're you're kind of emo. Nice reach there. No, um, I I'm not emo. Okay. I was a scene kid. They like bright colors. They liked having fun, and their music was a little bit, I think, more hardcore. But then they started getting like some weird synthesizers in there toward in the Attack Attack era. So AFI was scene. No, AFI was like an emo band. Uh, okay. But kind of on the outskirts of both groups, to be honest, it wasn't. Gotcha. It wasn't that tight, man. No one liked AFI. I don't want to see AFI. I don't even know if they still tour. So, give me a couple bands. See, I obviously I know because I like scene music, but I wasn't a scene kid. A couple scene bands? Yeah. Could you can you kind of well, give a good Charlotte and Simple Plan kind of in those like an early punk rock phase? No, those were pop punk bands. Pop punk, but like no. they did they didn't classify as scene kids. Like could, could the guy those guys be seen or they they weren't emo? Uh, the lead singer of Simple Plan was pretty, like, emo-looking. He wasn't, he was, I'm talking about his daddy issues a lot. Exactly. But he was wearing bright colors. No, I picture him in, like, a black t-shirt and a white belt and jeans. You think he was the lead singer from Green Day? No. No. I feel like Good Charlotte's kind of scene-y. The scene kids wouldn't listen to that music, though. But you were scene and you listened to that music. I listened to that music when I was, like, in seventh grade. Yeah. But not by the time I actually became a scene kid. What if you were became a scene kid and those they were they had just uh, re- released? Um, they were still releasing music. When yeah, I was but like age. their big album, uh, Life Sizers and the Famous. I don't think so. Scene kids. Well, and also, so emo kids had a genre of music, emo music that was directly in line with like with their label, like Tupac and Biggie Smalls. P Diddy. P Diddy was a big emo band. Um, uh, Millie Vanilli. Millie Vanilli was huge in the emo scene. Yeah, yeah right. so you know. Okay. Okay. So they That's had none of those are right. They had emo bands. Scene kids didn't. They weren't. They weren't like scene bands. But scene kids, I think, gravitated more towards. Where does the word scene like, come from? Obviously, I know kind of what it is, and I'm yeah. fucking with you right now. But kind of, I don't know where the phrase scene comes from. I get where emo comes, like emotional. But what the yeah. fuck does scene come from? I think it came from. I don't know. Um, but I, 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 if I had to wager a guess, I would think it would be like um, talking about the hardcore scene. You would just say you're you're in that scene. You're uh, a scene okay. kid. Um, I was into like like metal bands, hardcore bands. Like the Devil Wears Prada was my jam. Drop Dead Gorgeous was on the list. Okay. Memphis Mayfire was on the list. So would you? Who was the? Who was the number one scene band that you would 
put on your bucket list? So, I don't know if I... Devil Wears Prada, I would like to... Oh, Under Oath. Under Oath was my jam. I don't know any of these. I would watch Under Oath for sure. But again... So, like, Good Charlotte and Plan, they... Well, they those were, were like pop punk pop, bands, pop punk. Those were like fucking PacSun MTV bands. Okay, okay. So, but we like those musics. Music. I Sum yeah. Forty one. Sub forty one was great. So they weren't All emo or bands. scene. They were just punk. They're punk. Pop punk, you would say. But they're people called like there's people who are punk. Not, uh, you don't call people pop punk. You just call them punk. Yeah, but, but the like music's pop punk. Like, but punk kids wouldn't want Simple Plan. No, but they would fuck with, with Good Charlotte. I don't think they would, man. No, no, not like not like hardcore punk kids. I don't know. I think they would. Nah, bro. No, no, no. Trust me. Who's liking good? I feel like a lot of people like Good Charles. I feel like I know, but they were like they were too. You don't think a a single? I think a lot of punk kids like Good Charlotte. I just Mm. do. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, man. They were like Dead Kennedys, The Misfits, like Sex Pistols. You know? Sure. Uh, Black Flag, those type of bands. So okay, the the music doesn't sound similar at all. I get you. I get. I get you. Um, I would see Under Oath for sure, but then okay. So because Scene Kids didn't have this this genre, either they named after themselves or that was named after them. They they didn't necessarily have allegiance to a particular style of music so I, I feel like scene kids kind of went everywhere Are you big ska guy no nah, i was not a big ska the guy. ska scene ish though no. no ska's its own thing for sure that's the like checkered shorts and t-shirts what about the band brand new puka shell necklace was that sceny brand new was pretty emo emo i think so <laughs> i thought that was i thought that was more seen no nah, i think i think I th- you would classify brand new as an emo band but scene kids definitely liked it i had a lot of friends that okay. liked it Again, we we bounced uh, I feel like there was probably a lot of people who were like not fully seen and not fully emo. For there was, sure, there was like out of like eighty twenty percenters mm-hmm. in there. Yeah, I was probably one of those kids. I liked, I liked emo music as well. We're from the Midwest, man. There's a lot of great emo music coming out around whole, here. Whole milk, motherfuckers. Yep. Mm-hmm. Whole milk. Uh, Hawthorne Heights. Okay. That was a jam. Jam and a Ohio half. band. I like that. Uh, they were an emo band, but I vibed with them for sure. You know, emo or scene kids were also known for like the fucking obnoxious band T-shirts. It would be like a skinny, s- undersized T-shirt with big fucking colorful writing on it. Who was wearing the checkered colored shit? Uh, well, okay. There's two. There's two different groups that were doing that. Okay. I would say scene kids were wearing like the checkered bands. Okay. Maybe a checkered belt, but probably not. The ska kids were wearing yeah, the checkered okay. shorts. Okay. Yeah. Those were those were like ska kids. Gotcha. Who was going to Journeys though? Is everybody just going everyone to Journeys? Everyone was going to Journeys, bro. Gotcha. It was a great store. Did you ever get the uh, yeah, everyone wore bands. Did you ever get the Journey stickers? Mm-hmm. Of course. I had uh, I had so many Journey stickers, dude. Those things were fucking badass. Mm-hmm. I knew a lady that worked at Journeys when I was in high school. And was into it. Hell yeah. Into it. Uh, but for real, I probably wouldn't see any of those bands live for real. Uh, Were you wearing like DC shoes or Etnies ever? Was always his band. Yeah, well, I was also a skateboard fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would wear skate shoes as well. I liked Vans a lot, but I, I fucked with the Americas and Etnies quite a bit. Not DC, though. DC was more like... 
motocross kids. Gotcha. You seem like a fat farm kid. What the fuck is fat farm? You remember fat farm when no. like it had like uh like it was uh like a big shoe it had like letter P on it with like kind of like a feathers on the side kind of like going around like a circle. Holy shit, I don't know what no, that is. No. Fat farm. I guarantee if I showed you a fat farm. Uh picture a skank and picture what their shoes would be. I picture Osiris shoes on a skank. Yeah, they're they're comparable to Osiris. Okay, okay. They picture an Osiris shoe, but with a P on the side. Okay, okay. Were they a skate shoe? I don't even know. They were just they were trying it, to look like a they skate were shoe. They were trying to look like that. Uh, I really like the British musician Ben Howard. I would like to see him live. He has a record I fucking love. Oh, a uh, fucking uh, Julian Baker. Okay, I would like to see live. I would like to see Youngblood. Any of those chicks. That, yeah, young blood. That uh, uh, that artist from Northern England. That's how he. Ooh, good. That's how he says it. Yeah, great impression. But he's a good dude. Um, Kate Tempest. Uh, obviously, if I got to see, if it was somehow I got to do like a small room, a hundred to one hundred and fifty people, maybe fifty to one hundred fifty people. Very specific. I got to see Kanye West. Do his like first three or four albums. Oh, that'd be amazing. But okay. no, nothing after like, just honestly, I, I give me my dark twisted fantasy and graduation. That was like his fifth album. Which one? My beautiful dark twisted fantasy. All right, so fourth and fifth albums. Okay. Nothing past that, but if I got to see that, that'd be awesome. Or Kid Cudi in the same time. Mm. Kid Cudi would be cool. Honestly, if I got to see. A Kid Cudi, Kanye West concert where they did all their songs together. That'd be pretty badass. Hell yeah. I'd back that. I'd go mm-hmm. to that. 150 room cap, though. Uh, yeah, no, I, yeah, nothing I wanna, about that. I want to I wanna feel the... I want to be vibing with people. I want him to sure. have... A, I want him to interact with the audience, but not like the entire audience. I have like a 100,000 um, people stadium. Like, yeah. That's just too much. I want I want it to be intimate. Boy, that'll never happen. That'll never happen. But yeah. maybe if we get rich enough, we can do that. We can pull that off. Pay for a concert? Yeah. Drop a couple G's. I think it'd be a couple G's. Probably yeah. a mil, mil and a half. Uh, maybe not that much. We could probably get them for less, we especially get, later in their career. Well, Kanye, though? Mm. I think we can get Kid Cudi, probably. We can get Kid Cudi for a fucking pack of Mick Ultra, I bet. Dude, no. Cudi's still Cudi. He's bopping. Hmm. He made that terrible album. Yeah, they all make well, at least one terrible album. His just was real bad. Was so bad. Anybody else you'd like to see? Uh, yeah, oh. everyone in like Julian Baker's circle. But uh, like Open Mike Eagle, Lucy Dacus, yeah, Open Mike Eagle, Atmosphere would be sick. I'd, yeah, any of those people. Doom Tree would be great. Doom. Dessa, I fuck with Dessa. K Flay. Oh, K Flay would be badass. K-Flay would be real fun. I would love that. Dem Atlas. Dem Atlas would be sick. That'd be pretty cool. Brother Ali came out with a new record. Uh, Greaves. Greaves would be cool. Oh, I fucking love to see Greaves. Um, you know who I would not want to see? Vanilla I would Ice. not. I would not want to give um this person any money because he's a fucking liar. Macklemore? No. He pretends like he can't see. Stevie Wonder. Stevie fucking Wonder. Dude can see. Dude can see. He is not blind. He might have been blind. You or should not legally die on this hill. blind. What's that? You should not die on this hill. I'm dying you, on the, 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 the 
there's no hill. There's like it's just fact. The dude's not blind. The dude mi- might have been blind, but he had a lot of money and did a procedure. Got new eyes. And got new eyes, and now he can see. But he's been living on this this whatever, like whatever. Or whatever, whatever. Yeah, he can see. He can just see. He can at least see objects. <laughs> the dude, the dude, uh, the, the whole bullshit where he's looking up in the sky and moving his head around. He can see objects. I don't know. He can see something. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've never seen him without his sunglasses on. So really, we don't know what's under there. So I think he's fine. Robot eyes. Robot eyes. There's a uh, there's a video out there with um, there's a bunch of people on stage and uh, Paul McCartney's on there. Who's dead, by the way? Uh, kind of runs over, knocks over this microphone stand, and who catches it? But fucking Stevie, Stevie Wonder. Wonder, Stevie Wonder's bitch ass. He's a superhero. Soup. Yeah, he might be Daredevil. Who exactly. knows? Exactly. Daredevil's blind. Yeah, but he was wouldn't sing like like that. Wouldn't put his head. In. I bet Daredevil would. Mm. Maybe. But yeah, I just I don't know. I just have this thing. I just don't think I. Either he was blind or he never was blind. It just. I think he, you know what I think really happened though. Mm. He was never blind. He uses it as a shtick. He gained a little popularity, and he's like, "Fuck, I can't go back now." Because if I tell people I'm not blind, people are gonna be like, "Well, fuck you, dude." And it just got way too far. Yeah, I don't. It's kind of sad. I don't think that's true, man. No. No. I bet he's blind. <sighs> I, I, I. He would have slipped up I have by now. No proof. He has slipped. Catching a mic does not mean he slipped, dude. Put the I watch the tape. I watch the tape. You show me the tape watch multiple the tape. times. You show me that tape. Uh, I will post the tape on our Instagram page and let you guys uh, be the just you guys let it you decide whether or not he's <laughs> fucking blind or not because bullshit. He's totally blind. Okay. Is that all we had? Yeah, I'm just kind of pissed now about Challenge Day and Stevie Wonder and all that shit. Oh, let's God. let's let's just let's uh, change the the. Um, the feeling in the room and go to uh, everybody's favorite segment. Mean Girls Quote of the Week. Cue the music. Mean Girls Quote of the Week. Yeah. Can you cut that? That was Yeah, I weird. definitely will cut that. Good God. You. Uh, you can go first. Okay. Yeah, I think I went first last time. I'll go first mm-hmm. in the Mean Girls Quote of the Week. That's why her hair is so big. It's full of secrets. Nice. Four for you, Glenn Coco. You go, Glenn Coco. That's a good one. That's I know. a popular one. I actually, I got a um, shout out to a kid that said sex me at work because he told me I, I should use that. And I kind of was looking through him. That's the most basic quote. Yeah, that's a good quote. Okay. Um, that, That'll be it for our um, second podcast. Uh, we'll come up with the name and put that out there. We'll let you guys know on our Instagram page. Hopefully, uh, by this time, we'll it'll not only just be on Spotify, but we'll be able to get it on Apple um, Podcasts and then YouTube. Uh, again, I'm going to say this every episode. Thank you for listening, and uh, please feel free to comment. Or honestly, you guys probably all personally know us, so uh, <laughs> just just come up and give us your uh, segment ideas and just any feedback. Any feedback would be great. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You were going to try a new sign-off phrase every week. Oh, yeah. Um, uh. Oh, boy. You didn't prepare. Um. Oh, boy. Let's all, folks. Lost in tangent.
Lost in tangent. Lost in tangent. Lost in tangent. Lost in tangent. Lost in tangent. Lost in tangent. Lost in tangent.